When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe Ventilation System exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe Ventilation System. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today. Here at the Black Information Network, we know how important it is for you to start your week off energized, engaged, and enlightened. There are always major stories that break over the weekend, and we feel you should know about the ones we are talking about today. So stay tuned for our weekend recap, featuring the author of the book, Trap History, and executive editor of Atlanta Daily World, Mr. A.R. Shaw. This is the Black Information Network Daily Podcast, and I'm your host, Ramses Ja. All right, Mr. A.R. Shaw. It's been a long time coming, sir. How was your weekend? Your long weekend? Very, very interesting weekend, um, to say the least. You know, of course, there's a lot of uh, breaking news. And then uh, I just got back from the Essence Festival in New Orleans. So mm. um, trying to catch up on some uh, some rest. It's just been ongoing for the last four or five days. Well, I tell you what, why don't you share it with us and then we'll let you get off and, and get rested up. All right. So first thing, uh, I know something that everyone has been talking about um, leading into this past holiday weekend, the, the Supreme Court announced it's ruling against the use of affirmative action in college admissions. This topic has been trending on all news outlets. So give us some background on this story. Yeah, definitely. So um, several days ago, the Supreme Court had several, um, well, some people are calling discriminatory rulings. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the highlights of the affirmative action ruling, basically uh, putting a ban on affirmative action, saying that uh, colleges can no longer use race based for admissions. Mm -hmm. um, and, and of course, that that sent a ripple throughout the nation as far as what's going to happen next when it comes to college, college admissions. Uh, but there's also been some some counteractions to that as well. Of course, there's been a group called uh, the Lawyers for Civil Rights who were act they actually filed a lawsuit against Harvard uh, for discrimination and giving preferential tr treatment to, to students of legacy. Yeah. Uh, legacy yeah. Um, I wrote an article um, several days ago that basically broke down what happens with when it comes to legacy students. Of course, uh, 43 percent of legacy students, when we're talking about students who are uh, children of, of wealthy donors, staff members and alumni, mm -hmm. they get uh, their 43 percent of those students um, are happen to be white. Mm -hmm. And uh, another shocking number is that 75 percent of those students probably wouldn't have made it into uh, Harvard without 
that preferential treatment. Sure, sure. And so we're going to see what's going to happen next as far as what happens with the legacy student. So, of course, uh, there are several layers to this uh, to this to this particular story. Um, you know, another interesting thing is that they didn't they didn't uh, uh, implement the same rule for the for uh, the armed services. Mm, yeah. Uh, which is very interesting that they they didn't they didn't use race you know said that that uh, the armed services don't have to comply by those same rules and right. standards. Uh, but yeah, it's just going to be interesting to see what happens next in, in terms of affirmative action. What's going to happen with uh, you know how schools are going to counteract this in terms of making sure that their campuses stay diverse in in in, in different ways. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know the um, the thing about the um, the armed forces is interesting because um it's it's almost like there's an a government body suggesting that um we are okay to be represented proportionately when it comes time to fight or protect the interest of the country but when it comes time for us to ascend to higher levels of success if they feel like it might come at the expense of a white child and there are no protections there. And it's it's just interesting what the com- the country prioritizes when it comes to black and brown people. Um, there are a couple of people that had some really interesting thoughts on uh, this development. And one justice in particular, Clarence Thomas. Um, I know that uh, Stephen Smith had some interesting thoughts. So I want to share a little bit of what he uh, had to say. Out Catholic, originally intended to be a priest, actually decided not to be that, by the way, because he became frustrated over the church's insufficient attempt to combat racism. Ended up attending Yale Law School via affirmative action. He attended law school. He was an affirmative action student. Gets better. Appointed by Ronald Reagan as chairman of the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission. This man once oversaw the EEOC. The very job he held was to address racial inequality in this country. He made it to the Supreme Court, second black in the history of the Supreme Court. His predecessor was the great Thurgood Marshall. I could easily go into Clarence Thomas. And I think Dr. Michael Eric Dyson put it best. He said, this is the face of a man who climbed the ladder of affirmative action to his present perch of power only to help destroy the very ladder on which he ascended. So that that's some interesting thoughts. I, I saw that viral clip and I wanted to make sure that I um, shared that. Um, what in your estimation has been the general uh, black people's general consensus with respect to Clarence Thomas's uh, position on this topic yeah i mean this is just someone who who basically climbed the ladder and burned it and, mm-hmm. and, and you know um is is really perplexing uh, i got an opportunity to to actually watch his documentary that he has uh that's that that kind of gives a backstory of how he became who he is mm-hmm. um you know, from from a personal standpoint, he was picked on a lot when he was at Yale. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the white students picked on him and said that you were only here because you because of affirmative action, mm. and he internalized that. 
And it also ended him, and I think it made him hate himself and it also made him hate everyone who looked like him. Mm. It's an unfortunate situation. Um, it seems like there's a lot of deep layers, uh, issues that he's dealing with from a personal standpoint sure. that's impacting the entire nation because he sits within this powerful position and he has so much, uh, you know, he can, he can impact what happens in the lives of others, but he's still dealing with personal issues that he faced because he, had because he wasn't from the action student at Yale, and you know it's just a reaction. It's an unfortunate reaction sure. to uh, personal issues. You know, that's it's it, another thing that I think is really interesting is how six people, six geriatric um, bigots, <laughs> if, let's be honest, can strip the rights from nearly four hundred million people. Just because they had a meeting in a room and they decide, or you know, they, obviously there's a lot of benefactors and people that have uh, helped them advance, but those people are all kind of of a similar mindset, you know, namely billionaires and people that don't live a real American life, a la the rest of us. And for us all to be subject to the whims of those people, it doesn't really feel like a democracy, at least in this moment. There's another person who had some real interesting thoughts on it. I want to share it as. Uh, his thoughts as well. Uh, his name is uh, Kasim Rashid, another video that's gone viral. So let's check it out. Here's the thing that MAGAs don't seem to understand about affirmative action. It was never about admitting unqualified black kids. It was always about ensuring that qualified black kids could actually get a fair shake at admission. MAGAs want us to forget at the levels of systemic racism in universities. I mean, my God, do they realize that HBCUs exist specifically because after graping enslaving, murdering, lynching, and torturing black people for 400 years, they wouldn't even allow black children to read a book. So black people had to build their own schools. And for those claiming that systemic racism is over, when? When did those systems of white supremacy stop? Because right now, black and brown schools get 23 billion less in funding than white schools, despite serving the same number of students. Because even now, 43% of white students at Harvard are there only because of legacy. And three quarters of you them would not have qualified on merit, meaning they took a seat from a more qualified black Asian or white student. And spare me the MAGAs who say we had to repeal affirmative action because it's discriminatory to Asians. No, first of all, Asians also benefited from affirmative action. And moreover, is this the same GOP that near unanimously voted to block a resolution condemning anti-Asian discrimination? The actual unqualified admission you should be upset about are people like Justice Kavanaugh getting to Yale on legacy. The bottom line is this, don't blame black people for your own mediocrity. Interesting, interesting uh, take on things. And I think that obviously he um, understood, he probably read your article, to be honest with you, because there's a lot of uh, the data that um, that you were um, citing a little earlier. So I'm glad to, to know that there are some people pushing back against this and people trying to get to the truth of it, you being one of them. Um, so, you know, as you mentioned, we're going to continue to watch this story and, and see how it develops. But for now, you know, we need to know where we stand with respect to um, our education uh, and the education of our people. And so I appreciate your insight. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. People don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down. You may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings, that frustrating thing your mom does, or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get it all off your chest 
Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger, talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. That's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. And BetterHelp offers affordable online therapy on a schedule that works for you. Connect with a licensed therapist by text, phone, or video call. Start the process in minutes and switch therapist anytime. Let it out with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com BIN today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P B-I-N. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. The author of the book, Trap History, and executive editor of Atlanta Daily World, Mr. A.R. Shaw, is here with us discussing the weekend's major stories. All right, so another trending story uh, this weekend was the influx of Black people moving away from Twitter and moving to a new social media app called Spill. Um, Tell us a little bit more about this. Yeah, so what's interesting is that this is almost like the, uh, you know, you know, the thing about as as black people, we always find a way, right? Uh-huh. Uh, so of course we go back a few months back. Uh, Elon Musk he he buys Twitter and it's massive layoffs, and within this group of layoffs, of course, uh, you know, black employees are impacted tremendously. Now, uh, a few of those black employee uh, employees, uh, Alfonso uh, Terrell and Debaris Brown, uh, they they uh, they decided to come together and create a new app called Spill. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's interesting is that, you know, this this app is uh, is something is more inclusive. And I, and, I, and I say that because it's you know, we if we look at what happened when Elon Musk uh, purchased Twitter, we saw a rise in hate, hate speech. We saw a rise in racial slurs. I think uh, once he purchased uh, Twitter, the, the use of the N word increased by 500 percent. Absolutely. 
And so we saw the the backlash and the vitriol that was that was spewed on Twitter once he uh, opened the floodgates and said that there was no uh, lines of, of of what could be said. Mm. So I think I think Spill serves as a, as a safe space uh, for black creators, black uh, uh, people who want to share their, their voice and their ideas and uh, just as a, as a platform. Uh, as, as people say for us, by us. But I think I think they want to, and, and I think I want to make sure make sure that we're clarified this is that it's not just sp- sp- specifically for black users, mm-hmm. uh, but he wants to make sure there's a safe space for black creatives and black yeah. uh, individuals who want to vo- voice their opinions. Yeah, yeah, I, I gathered as much um, before I even knew that we were talking about it. Well, let me let me start at the beginning. When Elon Musk took over Twitter and he. Uh, took those restrictions off so people could put the n-word um i so i do a show called civic cypher M- my co-host and i we both deleted our twitter accounts on air just to let people know that we were serious we weren't going to stand for that we don't want to live in a world where that sort of um what we 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 call it hate that sort of hate is free to grow and to um become cancerous right we don't want to um support or involve ourselves in an environment um, or anything like that, that, that does not prioritize equality and equity and inclusivity, et cetera. So um, we have a good friend named Isaac Hayes, the third, who has a social media site called Fanbase, And we jumped over to Fanbase and have been active on there. And then just this past weekend, um, we set up accounts for uh, spill. And so when I was going through the process of saying, and this was before I knew that we were going to have this conversation, but before that, um, uh, when I was going through the process to set up my spill account, I, I understood it to be exactly how you described it. Basically, it's a place where black people can feel welcome. Um, it's not, uh, it does not exclude anyone, but I believe that it prioritizes kind of that culture that's found, um, in black Twitter. The, the language, the uh, just the, the the color schemes, just the the fun kind of aspect to it. Twitter is a little bit more boring, and you know, government officials things like that. But the real backbone of Twitter, the the humorous, the 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 wheel that is turning, and Twitter is black people. In my estimation, always has been, and so um, it felt like a soft place to land for people who really are significant contributors to the culture, um, in particular, black culture on Twitter, a la black Twitter. And so um, I'm really excited to see what happens with both spill and with fan base. Um, now that people are kind of realizing that there are alternatives out there. So, you know, I'm going to, you know, keep watching this. I'm sure we all are. And uh, it just makes me really happy. And, and it makes me happy to know that I was early because a lot of times I'm a little late, but you know, I was early on this one. So um, before I let you go, I definitely want to hear about this gathering over the 4th of July holiday. Um, in new orleans uh called the essence fest Uh, obviously you went there there's a lot of news that is trending from that event and i would like for you to give our listeners an overview or recap or the highlights or whatever whatever comes to mind yeah essence is like the black family reunion yeah yeah (laughs) so it's like you know for all ages you know you see you see grandma you see grandfathers and Mm -hmm young kids, you know, playing around. It's it's for everybody. And I think uh, you know, this year was very special because they celebrated Hip Hop 50 and they made mm-hmm. sure that uh Hip Hop 50 was was 
was very pronounced and you saw uh you know graffiti graffiti taggings and uh the shows they had several uh performances uh of course with with hip-hop legends such as rakim Beggy fresh slick rick uh grandmaster uh grandmaster flash and the furious five the sugar hill game uh you know that those were like uh you know prominent moments to, to show the history of hip-hop and pretty much how it's uh impacted us in, in society today I'm also got to give a shout out to the Atlanta. Uh, they had an Atlanta set of, with with Atlanta hip hop legends such as Ludacris, Jermaine Dupree, uh, Ti, and, I love that. and Gucci Mane. So it was it was something for for pretty much everybody uh, some, that they can enjoy. Um, but one thing that I want to want to really point out is Missy Elliott. Missy Elliott, she performed on, on Saturday night, and she had what some are calling a Super Bowl level type performance, mm. meaning that. A lot of people are petitioning for her to be chosen for uh, a Super Bowl, an upcoming yeah. Super Bowl. She bought the energy. Yeah. Um, it was just it was just a fantastic show from beginning to end. Um, yeah, so it was just a, it was a great gathering. Of course, they had a they had a, a panel discussion for the black mayors uh, uh, from New York, Atlanta, New Orleans, uh, Cleveland. Um, so that was a a, a, a a great panel to see how each uh, mayor in those major cities. Um, how they, you know, some of the issues that they're dealing with and how they're uh, making sure that they can move forward, including, you know, when it's some the, the Supreme Court rulings and how they're adjusting to those things as well. So it was a great it was a great weekend. Like I said, I'm, I'm still recovering, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> overall, it was it was a, it was a great, fun, action packed weekend. Well, uh, I know that I promised that we'd we'd get you um, on and off. Uh, quickly so that you can get rested. Um, I'm looking forward to doing this uh, with you. Um, and, you know, I appreciate your time and your insight. Uh, once again, today's guest is the author of the book, Trap History, and the executive editor of Atlanta Daily World, Mr. A.R. Shaw. And these and more stories can all be found at binnews.com. This has been a production of the Black Information Network. Today's show was produced by Chris Thompson. Have some thoughts you'd like to share? Use the red microphone talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app. While you're there, be sure to hit subscribe and download all of our episodes. I am your host, Ramses Ja, on all social media. And join us tomorrow as we share our news with our voice from our perspective, right here on the Black Information Network daily podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe Ventilation System exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe Ventilation System. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% 
20% off today. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.